Hey, Chris. Yeah? It's Living Room 101. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's episode 60, can you believe? 60? Yeah, 6-0. The big 6-0. Yeah, man. Does that mean we're podcast pensioners? I think we're approaching that, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Podcast pensioners at 65. Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> How do you feel? I feel good. I yeah. feel really good. Yeah, I feel fresh. This, like You could listen continually to Living Room... 101 now for like over two days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like if all you, night as well. If you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel jaded. You know, I feel kind of fresh as a daisy, really. I know. Raring I know. to go. You know, you'd think maybe we'd have run out of complaints. No. <laughs> no. Not even, not even scratch the surface. Who wants to go first? Um, I have exclusive intel that you've got to, that you're pretty much itching to get in. So okay. I think I think you should go first. I'll go first then. Yeah. Here's what I've got for you. So riddle me this. Mm-hmm. So you know plugs, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This is what I want to put into Living Room 101. Plugs that have like a, a corniche or some kind of like... <laughs> what? Yeah. Like a little kind of um, thing around them. You know, like a normal three-pin plug goes in, bang... And and your sort of casing of the plug is only uh, just a little bit bigger than the three pins. Mm. But then there's some plugs that have got a whole overhang or they've got like mm. a kind of, you know, um, a sort of uh, veranda uh, mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. the plug. And yeah. then if, you, and if you've got like a sort of, if you've got a plug socket where um, usually <laughs> it's not designed to take this corniche, this veranda, um, you can't get two plugs in. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so very it's often, like, oh. it's a sort of, it's like a block, isn't it? It's not yeah. just, it's, and it, and it's for a, it's normally for like a set of clippers or something. It's got oh, one of those yeah. like roundy bits at the end that you would plug into um, maybe an alarm clock, some clippers. Yeah. But they come in lots of different forms. Like um, there's the... There's the sort of overhang that sort of has the wiring coming in, so it's obviously got some kind of extra wiring in it, you know, like that. Mm. Or, or you'll have one that's just got like a kind of um, thing around the bottom, like a sort of lip around the bottom. A body um, lip. A body lip. Um, never are they designed so that you can get the three pins in, and the corn <laughs> and the kind of hanging over bit, the corniche, hangs oh. out outwards away from the other plug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, They're always yeah. designed so that when you put them in the three-pin plug, it covers the other plug oh. in the sort of in the extension or in the plug socket. Or sometimes what you can do is you can just about get some of the other plug in, yeah. but not yeah. the whole way. So you're nearly there. Yeah, you know, if there was a lamp plugged into it, it might just flicker. Which is you know because really... you could almost get it in, but not not quite. So dangerous. And I mean, at the moment, I've got this. I've got this extension in in living room where we've got the baby monitor plug. Mm. which is the culprit, uh-huh. yeah, plugs into it. And then I want to put my, my phone in to charge that up. Um, and I have to force it. I have to put the, uh, what is it? Yeah, so I have to put the phone plug in first and then the baby monitor on top so that the, but then the wire gets all like mangled because it's like now forced against mm. the phone charger plug, you know? <laughs> and it's like, it's this, I mean, and I was thinking, how, where's this come from? And it's, it, it feels like it's really selfish, like the plug's being selfish. Like I mm. want this whole socket, this whole extension that may have two or three other sort of plug um, plugs going into it. I want it all to myself, you know. Yeah. So it's like a sort of yeah, Tory yeah, yeah. mentality of a plug. 
Um, Tory Cornish plug. Well, I don't care about other plugs. As um, long as I'm plugged in, as long as I'm functioning, I just don't care. I mean, what you know, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking, you know, the, all these products, they go through, you know, a proper design process. I hope they do. Why, why is it not just pointing straight up the wall? Yeah. Why is it not pointing straight up at the wall? But that's the thing. It's like, oh, we don't care because it's almost like they're making themselves more important by not caring or not considering other plugs, yeah? <laughs> which is which is very much, I think, like this, like a Tory mentality, like a selfish mentality of like, well, it's actually quite good that other people are, you know, compromised by my behaviour. Um, it's actually quite good that because that yeah, makes me feel more important and it makes other people think that I'm more important. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. there's no sort of altruism. So that plug is exactly the same as that. It's like, it's better. Like those designers, it's almost like saying, they've said, it's better that people are inconvenienced by our plugs because then our plugs are more special. Yeah, because that plug, I mean, I'm just thinking about this and it should either be wearing wearing the veranda as a sort of hat so it's going yeah. directly out, away yeah. from the wall. But then yeah. I suppose it's a trip hazard, isn't it? Um, so it should be wearing it, its hat going directly against the wall, you know, parallel to the wall. Yeah, and it would be really easy, I think, to because all you've got to do is configure that in relation to the three-pin configuration. And so you've always, you, all you've got to do is yeah, just like, true, 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 you know, true. Think, think of those two things in relation to each other, saying yeah. that will allow another plug to go into an extension or to the, to the wall socket or whatever it is, you know. Um, um, I'm, um, I'm not familiar with the word corniche. <laughs> um, is, is that an architectural term? Yeah, I think like, it is. Look, I mean, it's, it's anything that overhangs, isn't it, a corniche? Oh, is it? Yeah, so you get corniches in, I think you might get them in architecture, but you also get them in... Um, when you get a snow drift. <laughs> yeah. And you have like a snow drift overhanging. I have oh. a big dump of snow and like it's overhanging oh. like a cliff and it's sort of hanging on the top there, like just waiting to be an avalanche. I, I think I know where this <laughs> word has come from. <laughs> I think that's when you were a seasonaire in the Alps that you learned that word, wasn't it? Well, we were, we, we used to do corniche jumps where you'd like, Ah, You'd ah. go over a corniche, yeah. Ah, I see. Yeah. The truth will out. It's not bad, though, um, is it? It's a good word. I it's like a it. fact, cracking word. I'm going to use it. Um, mm. So that was when you were called Mr. Analysis. Yeah, yeah. That's when you were doing your corniche jumps. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, right, okay. So, yeah, these plugs, I mean, oh, gosh, this is quite this is quite a tricky one to debate against because I can't really see any reason you'd want fewer plugs in the no. house. No. Um, how does it work on a on an adapter, you know, like a four a four man thing? It's just the same, isn't it? It's just taking Well, well I mean, actually, that's probably the place where I've encountered this the most. Yeah. You know, um which is, you know, doubly galling because you're mm. already in a sort of kind of panicky uh, compromised situation by having to dig out an adapter from somewhere. And, yeah, exactly. And then you, and you're putting that into the wall thinking, well, that's not safe. Yeah. Now it's like, <laughs> you're well, already on high alert. Yeah. Adapters, you're already on code red. And so, <laughs> yeah. um, and then you have this thing and you go, Oh, brilliant. Like I've got, I found the adapter. So I'm, I'm now, you know, 50% there uh, towards like <laughs> running this appliance that I need to run. You know, usually with a time imperative involved, mm -hmm. 
I'm 50% there. And then you, you get the thief. <laughs> and then you can't believe, oh, no, it's one of the hanging overhangs ones. <laughs> you know? Um, can we talk for just a little moment about, you know, you get those adapters, those, you know, long white ones. Yeah. And uh, But you get some of them, and they've got two plugs on. Yeah. I just put three on. Min. Should be a three-plug min. I mean, I know we're, we're probably looking for a four-plugger. But yeah. who really wants one with two plugs on? Okay, I can plug one more thing in. Yeah. You know, l- listen, if we're going to have one of these, let's have let's have a three-plug minimum. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> who buys yeah. the two-pluggers? Someone well, we, does. Well, we've got a two-plugger. Yeah, I think I probably do. I didn't and buy it. But... And the cord is so long. Mm. But, but the sort of ratio of cord to plug socket is phenomenally wide. Yeah. It's this total opposite of the kettle with the really short lead length. Yeah. So it only just gets down to the counter to sit flush. Oh, my God. The short kettle lead. <sighs> yeah. It's almost like a choke chain, like training the kettle, isn't it? It's like a training <laughs> lead for the kettle. Like, keep it tight. Keep yeah. it tight. It'll yeah. be all over the worktop. Do you know what I thought yesterday? Yeah. I thought to myself, I could buy a new kettle. Oh. Because the kettle I've got, is uh, it's not even mine. It's mm. my friend whose flat I used to live in. He he didn't need it, so I took it. Um, it's a horrible maroon color, and it's lime scaly to f. But my brain just doesn't think in terms of like buying new stuff that often. Yeah. I just suddenly thought to myself, like it's quite a squat, horrid little round affair, yeah. and uh, with a short lead only just lets it sit flush on counter mm. i just thought you can buy a new kettle you know like mm. i could buy like a nice dojo brushed steel like mm. little kettle mm. but yeah. I, I won't i won't i'll just stick with that horrid maroon one to the breaks obviously but yeah it's funny well, that, we just it? we've just bought a new kettle Ooh. it's one of these uh see-through ones oh that, amazing that's... it has a blue light yeah yeah, and it filters the water oh, wow. when you put it in. Yeah, yeah. But it was like it was, it was, it was. I think it was quite a lot of money. It was like fifty quid or something. Um, do yeah. you um, do you believe in those water water filters? Quite a lot of money. Um, um, i.e., do I think they're a myth or or do I kind of? Um, no, I mean, I, I believe they probably do something. But do you think? Do you think they're? I'm not throwing shade at your kettle. I'm sure it's great. I'd love to have it myself, but. Do would you do you have a water filter in general anyway? No. But are you pleased that the kettle has it? Well, <laughs> it's a mixed bag the water filter in the kettle because you well, it was a mixed bag and but now I think we've sorted it because <laughs> um <laughs> with the first usage of the kettle, Mel Mel was looking at me very askance. Askance because she was sort of we forked out on this kettle. And yeah. then we realised... 50 sheets. 50 sheets. And then we realised that we were probably going to have to wait for the water to filter through the filter before we could boil it up. Ooh. Oh, yeah. that's horrid news. It is horrid news. But we've sort of fudged that issue now because we've just... We, we boil, and I think it's designed so that you... I think we found out that it's designed that you can, you can boil the water while it's filtering. what but isn't it up up the top waiting to filter down into the the body of the kirk that's what's happening that's what we're doing so how will it boil when it's up top well that's what i said 
That's what I said when when Mel uh, proffered this explanation to why the kettle wasn't a waste of fifty pounds. Um, but um, yeah, I've 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 just gone with it, and uh, that's what we're doing. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not questioning is it, it now. Is it hot enough? Yeah, 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 yeah. Would it be I mean, hot enough for me? I think it's designed that way. I think when, when I when I come round, right? Yeah. After COVID times. Yeah. Um, and you're making me a cup of tea mm. or a cup of coffee. That'd be great, be, wouldn't it? Doing that. Oh, it would be nice. Going back to those days. But you're going to be a bit anxious that, that the tea or coffee isn't going to be hot enough because you you know how I feel about hot drinks aren't hot. Uh, well, I, I won't have any, any anxiety, but you might, having heard yeah, yeah. the... Uh, yeah. The, the kettle's uh but you know what you, you're quite right I, I would normally have a bit of anxiety about that but i'll be completely won over by the blue light and see-through quality yeah it's just it's mesmerizing yeah but i will have a little bit of anxiety that you might put your uh, hot cup on our worktop <laughs> <laughs> what why well because pre-covid times you used to come around and we do teas and that and then uh i I got it in my head that you were doing it on purpose, putting your cup down onto the worktop. Because <laughs> I told you once, could you just put it on the on the on the placemat? Because our new worktop, we didn't want hot drinks on it. <laughs> on like, what, and, on then, the wood. and then what? I kept I kept and, doing it. Well, every time you had a hot hot drink after that, it went onto the worktop. Well, but why would I put it on the worktop? We sit at the table. Yeah, no, it was just, I think you went over specially to do it. That's why I was a bit... Well, I don't really know disturbed. what you mean. Why would I be standing at the worktop? Were we just chatting? I think it was just a mischievous little... little it wasn't mischievous. I'm not like that. I'm not a dick. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I probably am. But yeah, but it was, pretty, that. it was pretty dickish me pulling you up on it. No, uh, no, no. I, I admit. No, Tom Collinson, writer, director. I would not... I, I am not a... Uh, I don't overstep the rules in someone else's house. Okay, I assure you of that. But I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, so where's the placemat? No, there was just. It was. You might not have even noticed it because it's it's um, designed like a record, like a record uh, player <laughs> next to the oven. What you want me to walk all the way over there to put my mug on it? No, you can put it on the table. Ah, but just not on the work surface. No, that's right. Yeah. What did we're did trying, I, did I, not to did I leave any on marks on there? No, I mean, I, I managed to step in. <laughs> what? Oh, and then you took it off and put it on the thing? Just just surreptitiously, yeah. Did you tell me off every time, or you just no. did it surreptitiously? No, I gave it the one, the one and it, it sounded quite <laughs> prickish in my own head, so I thought I wouldn't vocalise it again. But I noticed... all, did, did this happen just again and again on separate visits? Or is this <laughs> just one visit? It happened quite a few times, yeah, but I, I'm totally cool with it because it was just it was just the move off. I, I was able to do the move off onto the uh, record player every time, and I yeah. didn't notice. <laughs> I was sure you were doing it on purpose, so I didn't want to rise to it because so, I thought oh, he's, he's, he's teaching me a lesson here. So you you would take it over and put it on the record player, and then would I take it off and then put it back on the work surface? Occasionally, it went back on, but <laughs> um, generally, it would it would be removed from the record player to the table at that point. Ah, ah, okay. Because it was just for milkage and... Uh, are you a sugar <laughs> man? Are you a sugar man? I can't remember now. I'm not even going to answer that question. That's actually kind of weirdly insulting. Sorry. I'm, I'm absolutely rocked by this bombshell that I was continually transgressing in your house. I'm really not a transgressor <laughs> in another no, person's house. I didn't want you to feel like this. I don't, you know, I felt... 
initially I felt good that we'd aired this, but then now I feel quite <laughs> bad because like um, it's it's fine, it's fine. It's just one of those things that I was dealing with at the time and, and now moved on from. <laughs> um, um, all right, so plugs with a corniche. Yeah, um, corniche. I just really want to be the word for a tricorn hat. Mm. That should be a corniche in my head. I see. Yeah, it's not though, is it? I don't think it's not. No, no, yeah. that's tri tricorn, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I I can't think of any reason not to put that in. It's a slam dunk, isn't it? It's really? a slam dunk. I knew it was a slam dunk from the off. I think yeah. we all did. I think we all did. I mean, it's a perfect living room 101 example because you just, I mean, everyone is going to be pleased that they've gone, you yeah. know? Ah, I'm very pleased. I am. That's not going to happen again. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Um, what you got for me? Okay. I've got, I've got an issue. Okay. So, I mean, I, I imagine everyone has quite a lot of issues with football commentators, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's plenty. There's plenty. I certainly don't just have one issue. In fact, I know I've got at least two. But there is one thing that just recently is really getting to me, and it, it's as follows. And we can we can broaden this mm -hmm. to be a sort of broadcaster issue. Yeah. And I mean broadcaster in the sense of a channel, not a person. Yeah. Um, I... I, I heard um Susanna Reed oh refer yeah, did you, to yeah Piers Morgan as a broadcaster earlier, <laughs> I thought yeah. of you. We um, sort of, yeah. We've um, that, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> we thought we had. Um we had. so so commentators right on football mm. there's a discrepancy with pronunciation of foreign names. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now I'd just like to say, in the first instance of someone encountering a foreign name, of course, I mean, I, you know, so I, I, I would, I would get it wrong. Of course, everyone would. Um, but there's a thing happening at the moment where, in particular, it's actually Jamie Carragher who, who does a lot of the football, you know, commentary, but I, it's not just him. He mm. is consistently mispronouncing foreign names, mm. which, it, as I say, like in real life, fine, I get that. But he is being paid to commentate on these games. And why is someone from Sky Sports not saying to him, okay, so there's a Manchester City player called Gundogan, right? He's mm. Turkish. No, he's German, actually, but the name is Turkish. Mm. And, you know, like Erdogan, like, I, I don't know anything about Turkish pronunciation, but the G, that, that later G, it seems to be pronounced, you know, one, one, Erdo yeah. one, yeah, yeah. So Gundogan, he's calling him Gundogan, <laughs> right? Because it's written Gundogan, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's saying, "Oh, you know, great block there from Gundogan." It's just like, <laughs> okay, all right, man. Like, I, I, I get it. I can see that that name looks like it's pronounced Gundogan the first time, first couple of times you've said it. Totally get it. But here's the thing, man. Okay, I've got two issues. A, why has no one from Sky Sports come to you and said, Jamie, you're representing us. That yeah. name is pronounced Gundawan. Okay? Just yeah. write it phonetically with a, with a W if you want. It's mm. Gundawan. It's not Gundagan. Stop saying it. Yeah. B, there are always two commentators, right? 
So mm. the other commentator is saying Gundogan. <laughs> so what is going on in his head that he's not hearing that person pronouncing it that way? And just, I mean, is he thinking to himself, that guy is saying it, <laughs> not how it's written. He's mad. He's saying yeah. Gundogan. He's very clearly Gundogan. <laughs> and it's just like that I can hear it once or twice fine but but consistently hearing it is just driving me a yeah. bit mad there's a Chelsea player right mm. he's American I think his heritage is Croatian and mm. his name is Christian Pulisic which looks like it should be pronounced Pulisic and I would I did absolutely think he was called Christian Pulisic yeah is that yeah. C at the end should you know if you want to pronounce it with a ch you know yeah. uh but I've heard him interviewed, I've heard him say, the way he says it, as an American person, is Pulisic. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I'm not paid thousands and thousands of pounds by Sky Sports, but I've found out that the, name, the way to pronounce that name is Pulisic. doesn't seem yeah. right. There are people calling him Pulisic. Yeah. It's just like, how do I know that it's Pulisic and you don't? And, and, and why are you saying it like that? And I've heard this while your co-commentator is saying Pulisic, why are you saying Pulisic? Mm. It's, it's driving me mad. <laughs> the, um, I mean, I'll, do, I'll give you one more, right? But there's, yeah. So the Chelsea manager, Thomas Tuchel, is German, right? Surname <laughs> T-U-C-H-E-L. Tuchel, Thomas Tuchel. He previously managed in France at Paris Saint-Germain. So he is now getting called Thomas Tuchel, as if he's French. Mm. It's Thomas Tuchel. And, and most people are saying Thomas Tuchel, but the Tuchel thing is coming in. Like, you're being yeah. paid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <sighs> yes. Wow. <laughs> I wonder, I mean, it's it's an insult to Jeremy Paxman, isn't it? And It's an insult, it's an insult to, to Jeremy Paxman. Yeah. Um, it's because it's, it's quite funny uh, listening to him trying to pronounce um, stuff on University Challenge, um, <laughs> that, where he's obviously spent... Because I don't know if you watched University Challenge recently. Um, not, not too recently, but but within within the last few years, I've seen it. Basically, what, what we're watching um, as we do watch the recent episodes of University Challenge is the slow death of Jeremy Paxman. Because oh, really? he's it's becoming more and more kind of atrophied. Oh, um, really? But anyway, his pronunciation um, he's sort of struggling a little bit, like some of the kind of scientific uh, names in the questions and things like that. But he gets it right. You know, he does get it right. But so it'll it'll just go really slowly, will he? <laughs> yeah, I mean he sort of uh, gets he gets his mouth round it. He's, he's he's doing well, like doing it. But uh, <laughs> it's sort of I, I really want to see him. Well, I mean, how is he looking? What just like well, he's, he's wearing these strange glasses now as well. Um, oh, really? But he, he, he well, like barely... Dave average. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, they're strange, kind of... or are they just really big? Well, they're really, yeah, diamondy and pink and, like, flare up at the sides. <laughs> <laughs> you sure it's not Damet Neverish? Because she does look a little bit like Jeremy Paxman. But to be honest with you, they are quite um, esoteric, I would say. I've got to see these glasses. Yeah, check out the glasses. Um, in fact, they look... Jeremy <laughs> Paxman's glasses look less like like an ordinary pair of glasses and more like the glasses that you have to wear when you do the eye test and they put the lenses <laughs> in. Oh, yeah. you don't they think like he's what if he's taken away those by accident? Yeah. yeah Do they have that like a... swivel thing where a new lens flick flicks into place? They look like they, flick, they, look like they might have, yeah. It's sort of uh, 
quite sort of HG Wells. Um, but anyway, so yeah, when he's got, when Jeremy Paxman's got sort of scientific terms to pronounce, he, he does well in pronouncing them. And, um, so I feel like these sports commentators are kind of insulting him directly. Um, yeah. and <laughs> yeah, yeah they are. But, but what is going on? Is it, is it like, I've got a regional accent. I'll just do it my way. I'll just do it my way. Cause that's who I am. I'm kind of, that's mm. my style, you know? Um, mm. and are they, are the sort of producers thinking, well, that's fine. Cause that's just him. You know, that's just Carragher. That's what he does. We don't want to suppress his sort of his regional accent or his kind of, you know, regionalism, uh, his regional identity by sort of saying, no, it's not pronounced that way. Is that what's it's going nothing, on? It's nothing to do with his regional identity though, is it? I, I refuse to believe everyone in Liverpool is saying Gundogan. You know, mm. Um, mm. I I think it's laziness, and that's what's annoying me. Yeah, or, or like just a lack amazing. of. Do you know what though? I think I'm more annoyed at the producers. Unless, yeah. look, maybe there is someone sitting in an office who watches those games and he goes, you know, a great pass from Gundogan, and they're going, Jamie, you know, like if there is yeah. someone tearing their hair out, then I'm kind of cool with it. But if there's mm. not. I just want someone to go and have that chat. Yeah. yeah. I just want someone to say Gundo one and like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm just going to go and I'm going to sit with him for an hour and he's not going to be allowed to leave the room until he says it correctly. He can <laughs> learn. He can learn. It's nothing to do with his, his regional identity. Okay. Do you know what but I mean? Like he trained yeah. every day for years, super hard to be a good footballer. Mm. And now he's being paid a lot of money to be a commentator and he should be putting in the hours. Okay. But you are speaking from quite a um, position of uh, somebody who is very good at pronounce, pronouncing those names. I mean, I really enjoyed the way you went through those three examples. <laughs> you, got them, you, got them, you got them perfectly correct each, well, ta- each time. I don't know. Um, well, I, you know... Um, that was my impression uh, listening to it. And, um, you know, I, I, yeah. I mean, maybe people are just not as talented in that respect. No, as come off it. You don't need talent to learn. It's, it, we're back to the Van Gogh issue. You know, it's like Rude Hullet, right? This, mm. the, this is a prime example, the G in Dutch names. Rude Hullet, like 95% of the UK population must know. <laughs> Those that know Rude Hullet. Must mm. know it's pronounced Rude Hullet, but you still get those people that say Rude Gullet, Rude Gullet. Mm, mm. David De Gea, the, the Manchester goalkeeper, uh, Manchester United goalkeeper, mm. uh, you know, D-E, new word, G-E-A, David De Gea, he's Spanish. Um, David De Gea, you still hear it, David De Gea. It's just, <laughs> it's not difficult. It's just not English. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's Spanish. Yeah, I know you want to say David De Gea, David De Gea. But he's he's actually not British. He's um he's Spanish. So mm. it's David De Gea. David De Gea. It's quite funny though. <sighs> Gundogan. When you were saying Gundogan, like each time I, I hear it, I might yeah, I mean, find that, that quite funny. funny. That is funny. Um, um, but I mean, it's like David David Ginola. You know, he used to play. At, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. David Ginola. Yeah. David Granola. Would every loads of people would just call him David Granola. You know, <laughs> oh, I like, love that thing where a word just becomes another word because it sounds a bit like it. Yeah, you can't correct people for that because it's just too I, too I, funny. I've got a friend, right? I might have said this before, but it, it, it bears repeating. <laughs> Who says the word ingredients, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ingredients. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I think we've talked about this before, haven't we? Because my, my brother says sandwich. <laughs> and he, he, he knows that it's wrong. And, he, and I've, yeah, yeah. I've picked him up about it before. And, I, uh, you know, and he just enjoys saying sandwich with a G. Yeah, yeah. I, but, I, yeah I've, I, you know, I've heard that in other people's sandwich. And I it, must admit, though, this is, this is giving me some big flashbacks to uh, my junior school days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Hall. Um, when I was um, – I remember it vividly. Um, giving him my name for the cricket team. Yeah. Um, and um, he was very keen, Mr. Hall, on um, everybody playing cricket rather than rounders, which he called an American sport. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, um, I've just got a question about Mr. Hall. Yeah. Um, are, we, are we saying, is it H-A-L-L or am I hearing H-O-A-R? H-A-L-L. <laughs> Is he related to Mrs. Hall, who who taught my little brother in primary three? They were husband and wife. <laughs> oh, okay. And what about Mrs. Hall, the other Mrs. Hall who did art? They gave her the name, didn't they? Because she was the she she was like their kind of play thing in the threesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mrs. Hall um, reputedly mm-hmm. um, entered into a relationship with Mrs. Dodds my primary four teacher, they both retired at the same time and Mm. reputedly they became a couple, I think at that point. Mm. So Mr. Hall, your teacher probably was a little bit upset about that. Well, I think that's why Mr. Hall, my teacher ended up in Darlow and, um, your guys ah, stayed up, stayed up north, okay, in, uh, Scotland. <laughs> anyway, sorry, 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 I'm, I'm dragging you off topic here. That's all right. He's, um, but it, it's ironic that you pick up and spelling of a surname because when I was giving him my name, <laughs> um, he he spelled it with a G in uh, Collinson. Collinson. Oh, that's I, horrid. Yeah, and I said no, it's it's Collinson with an N, and he said no, it's not. Um, I, I, I beg said your pardon, and then he got and he he kind of stared at me, and I, I said, uh. It's got, hasn't got a G in it, and he said, "Yes, it has. Yes, it has got a G. It's Collingson, like that." And then he said, "And you, oh you've been god. spelling your name wrong for years." Oh my god! And he's then, gaslighting you. And then went on to the next, the next guy. What an absolute I was, turd! I still remember that, you know, being yeah. really aggressive about it as well. That is but I think, really I think, bullying. I think what had got got into him was the uh, was the rounders versus cricket um, situation, which uh, he couldn't quite come to terms with and he was he was very angry about that i think he had a very fragile ego that he couldn't handle being corrected by a, a small boy yeah i mean well obviously that was the that was the case but uh yeah what a, um, what a whenever what a, what a thing whenever the internet's david a hughes um talks about you he calls you tom collins yeah yeah <laughs> um happens again and again but i really enjoy it but this is this is fundamentally like where we've got the issue here, isn't it? Because we don't want to we don't want to correct David. We don't want to correct people when it's funny. We don't want to, you know. I, do, you know I do. I, mean? I do correct David. Oh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think because Tom Col- uh, Tom Collins is a drink, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I think that's why it's stuck in his head. Yeah. You know, it's Tom Collins. I can see that. I can see um, that. It is a bit like the on, and I'm a person with an on at the end of my own name, um, but it is a bit. If it does feel a little bit tagged on, doesn't it? Tom Collins. Um, Tom Collins. Um, <laughs> what are you saying, like? Eh? <laughs> what are you saying about me, me name, like? You've eh? had that off sound already. Cotlin Sarton. Cotlin Sarton. Adling to on. 
You want to give me a complex about my name, dear? <laughs> yeah. You should just be, called, it. It should be called Tom Collings. C-O-L-L-I-N-G-S. I think Mr. Hall would be very happy. <laughs> and I'll be called Chris Adlinked. <laughs> but as a judge trying to put this in, I'm thinking, am I shutting down some funny moments here where you, you just like enjoy the mispronunciation? <laughs> Urgh, that's my issue. But I see the laziness as well. So I'm, I'm kind of... See, my, my problem is, is, is not the mispronunciation. It's actually not. Because again, like if I heard that, in the pub. Remember those days um, when uh, you know? If I heard someone say Gundogan, I mean, I I would I'd laugh um, mm. inwardly or outwardly, depending on how well I knew them. Um, mm. But I just have a problem with someone. It's actually his job. Like it's it's a mm. professional standards issue. Yeah, in football <laughs> commentary. Yeah. If he wasn't getting paid a lot of money, it would be fine. Have you ever sort of mispronounced a name? For a long time, and then realised it was pronounced some other way. Um, yeah, thank God. Right. I've um, I've heard a bit recently um, H being pronounced H, mm. and there's two people I've heard doing it recently, and of course I haven't corrected them. I mean, come on. But I just, oh, it's like, have we not? Did we not put that to bed ages ago? I mean, not necessarily you and I on Living Room One One, although we may have done. Well, we obviously didn't. Mm. But um, like, I noticed you. You dropped an H earlier on um, in the recording when you were talking about you were in the lifts here. <laughs> Did I? That's what you said. Well, I, I do I quite a lot here. of um, like northern chat, northern speak on purpose. You know, I'll say on uh, there. Um, uh, it might be that. It might be it that. Was that. You're in character. Yeah, I'm in character. You see, I'm like you're a, in character, weren't you? He's a chameleon, the lad. He's in and out all the time. You got to watch him. He'll be changing right in front of your eyes. Suddenly, <sighs> you'd be. You won't see him, he'll just disappear into character. I'll be doing impressions of them, them lassies off uh, uh, the good life. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can you do a, a northern Felicity Kendall? But Felicity Kendall is like fundamentally southern, isn't she? Well, that's I mean, why it's a challenge. Okay, okay, hang on. But but then it won't be Felicity Kendall. Hang on, let me let me see what I can do. The velvety tones, but with an accent, that's what I'm... I mean, all right, so so getting the tone and the, the, the cadence, but... In a northern accent. Oh, Tom. No, that was just normal. Hang on. No. Oh, Tom. No, because it just doesn't <laughs> sound like her. <laughs> Yorkshire oh, Kendall. Tom. She's actually uh, from Kendall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tom. Oh, Tom. Um, but I, you know, I've got a thing where I mispronounce words on purpose because I really, you yeah. know, it just gives me a thrill. But then mm. I sometimes think maybe I've forgotten how to pronounce them correctly. Daff- kind of- daffodil, I just want to say defoddle every time. <laughs> defoddle. But that's only when you see like a really mashed up patch of daffodils, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's a, a patch of defoddles. <laughs> <laughs> Befuddled defoddles. Um, brontosaurus. God, I want to say brontosaurus. Yeah, that'd be good. Crocuses get trampled on all the time, don't they? Oh, they do. Now we're in spring. They get so trampled on. Why do they get trampled on all the time? Because <laughs> they grow so in like silly places, round That's trees, right. and that, innit? That's right, innit? It's dogs. Um, you know how you've had trouble with a squirrel in your attic? Oh, God. That's a euphemism if I've ever heard one. <laughs> um, a friend of mine's dad has got a problem with a squirrel eating his crocuses. Really? Yeah. But that means that he's quite, 
Um, Crocus quite Pride. proud, quite yeah. proud of his croci. Well, you would be, innit? If you've seen his croci, you'd know why as well. <laughs> oh, the bulbs, the bulbous bulbs. Oh Purple yeah, through the yellow and white. Yeah, white this, crocus. this will give you this will give you a garden center shiver. <laughs> this is what has happened to me, right? Because I'm in my forties now. I um, mm. I planted some tulip bulbs. <laughs> uh, my mum sent me just before mm. Christmas. They're coming up in the old window boxes. Have you and, got a window box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got three. And uh, I've got to tell you, I'm pretty thrilled. I'm actually quite excited about it. That's good. <laughs> oh, did you buy it? No, your mum sent you them. You didn't my actually go to the garden And well, then a right. friend gave me some allium bulbs as well. So I've planted those as well. I may as well, well, I may as well confess it all. What is an allium? You know, they look a bit like a chive, but then right at the top, there's a firework explosion of purple bits. Like and they- a bit like a, a, a dandelion, um, mm-hmm. but, but, but that bit's all a purple head, if you will. A green yeah. stalk. That's an allium. Green, green stalk! The green um, stalks <laughs> pushing through the earth. That's um, green... that's Churchill reading T.S. Eliot. Yeah. The green stalks were pushing through the earth because it was March. They were pushing through, striving to get get to the sun. But a bus went past and flattened two of them. I couldn't help noticing and thinking that this was a shame. <laughs> the green stalks pushed up through the pavement. Mother looked, but she couldn't really see... I plucked one and left the other where it was. I thought, well, if someone else can enjoy them, why shouldn't they? I gave it to Mother. She said she couldn't smell it. And we went on to get our chips. Mother had chips and gravy today. She sometimes gets scraps, but not this time. She came back with a, a small cod fillet. I decided to have a boiled egg instead of any fish. It was a nice boiled egg. It it was hot. It was round. And everything a boiled egg should be. Very satisfying. And when I cracked open the egg, I (laughs) realised it was still a bit runny. So I decided to dunk a soldier. Mother looked into the eyes of the girl behind the counter. She's a lovely girl from the west coast of Scotland. Unfortunately, she's suffered some damage to her mouth and is missing three front teeth. Mother said, Leslie... Will you give me some extra scraps tonight? But Leslie couldn't. She was very sorry. Mr Wallace was tightening the purse strings and every scrap meant another few pennies for the purse. Mother sighed. It wasn't the first time she'd been disappointed in her life and we went home and we were satisfied with our meal. But I can't say it didn't tarnish the evening. She saw Leslie the following day walking across the high street She realised that Leslie walked with a limp, one leg was shorter than the other. She realised then why she preferred to work behind a counter. (laughs) 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 Oh, Alan Bennett probably listens to this podcast. He's the biggest fan, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think he's tweeted in a couple of times. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alan Bennett is one of those wonderful people that... um, you realise, or or you read, has turned down a knighthood. I oh, love yes. it when you realise those people. I realised another one the other day. What would I do with a knighthood? He said, he literally did say, it'd be like wearing a suit every day of your life. 
<laughs> oh, I, I, I've, he's gone way up in my estimation. <laughs> he's he's creeping into me cadence. <laughs> he's gone way up in my estimation. I read today that Alan Bennett had turned down a knighthood. He said it'd be like wearing a suit for the rest of your life. <laughs> and he went way up in my estimation. I prefer my suits moth-eared, not adorned with honours from the establishment. <laughs> I don't need the establishment to tell me I'm excellent. I know that already deep inside. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis, think about it. Um, he's obviously he's, turned one down, right? Of course he has. Oh, of course he has. David Bowie. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't like to talk about it, though. No, 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 unseemly, 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 so, so is Jamie Carragher's pronunciation Gundogan, is that going into the room 101? Oh yeah, I remember that, yeah. Do you remember that? Um, um, oh, when it's lazy, it's annoying, isn't it? When it's lazy. When it's lazy and paid for. So if, here's the thing, if I can see that someone's mispronouncing it, and then there's a little little smile plays about the lips because they realise they're doing it on purpose, you know, because it's funny. Yeah, but with a commentator, you can't see the lips. Uh, yeah, true, because what behind the lip mics sometimes as well, aren't they? Do you, you know what? Like doing the football, you don't actually see the commentator because you're watching the game. <laughs> That's true, but you sometimes cut to them, don't you? When you they, do sometimes cut to them. It's but true. They've, they've got but lip mics. So. They have still got those those lip mics. Is that what they're called? I mean, I, hope, they, I think so. You feel like they should have moved on a bit, shouldn't you? Shouldn't they? Yeah, the tech involved inside, though, is incredible. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it's steampunk, isn't it? Any, anyway, you know? Yeah, they yeah, moved yeah, on, yeah, and yeah, they yeah, thought, yeah, let's go back. Yeah. There we it was better. It was better when, it, when we had the little cover that hit the one. Just, <laughs> I need that cover under my nose because I'm like, oh, it was so good. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, is, is there a, am I able to sort of not include when they're being funny. Um, you mean when the effect is funny or when they're being a, a bit sarky? So I want to put it in when, when it's laziness. Yeah. That's what I do oh, want to put that in. On. You've just got to, you just got to accept your, your role mm-hmm. as judge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and um, you make a decision. Yeah. It's going in. Oh, yes. I, you see what I did there? The the ball was just like hovering on the edge of the hole and I went up and like yeah. blew it in. You were... Oh, um, that was that was hardball. That could have gone horribly wrong. What was your man from the uh, basketball documentary? Um, Michael Jordan? Scotty Pippen? No. Pippen. You were Pippen. I was Pippen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tipped it over the yeah. rim. <laughs> that felt that felt like quite exhilarating playing hardball there and and, and it coming off. Yeah, no, it did. It massively uh, persuaded me at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. So I think we might have come to the end here, Chris. We came to the end of the podcast. Mother hadn't been listening. She says she'll listen back, but I know she's not telling the truth. Never mind, <laughs> Chris. We've come to the end of the podcast. Oh dear. Oh well, it had to end sometime, I suppose. <laughs> so uh i think i'm gonna go um just with my simple uh goodbye okay that's fair enough i hope you don't mind but i'm going french <laughs> Au revoir. it's gone david granola hasn't it? <laughs>